Saturday night, partly cloudy skies, low in the mid-40s. A little more sunshine on Sunday, highs in the low 50s. A little more sunshine on Monday, but highs only in the upper 30s. Right now, cloudy skies, 56 here in downtown Cynthiana. And good Friday morning to you. It is time for Coffee Break Extra. Being brought to you today by the Ross Opera House, Harris Memorial Hospital, Colson Law Office, Ewald Jewelers on Main, and Smith Insurers. And with that, we say good morning to our host, Mr. James Smith. Good morning, Edward. Hello. Happy Friday. Thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm happy. You're happy? <laughs> <laughs> if it's Happy Friday, what, <laughs> what else would I choose to be? <laughs> I don't know. I just wondered. In the morning, it don't matter if we're following forward or following back, Mayor. That's right. <laughs> we'll follow, we don't follow. We just stay in the bed. No, I wish that was the case. I know it's not for you, unfortunately, for neither of us. I understand that I'm filling in for Brian Knup. Yeah. You, know, you am, don't get a theme song. Though. I'm not worthy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no AT music for you. Uh, no. No, I don't have any walk-up music. Okay. Uh, no. That's right. But uh, I know what I need to know that I had four pretty smart young men on coffee break this morning mayor so i'm fully advised okay well great um, there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i'm i'm always amazed at the the talent that the young people in this community oh, yeah. have yeah I, I i think young people have always gotten a bad rap i think you know everybody looks at the next generation and says yeah. oh well they undisciplined won't ever amount to anything i mean that's what my grand Father said, said it about, about my, yeah. <laughs> my generation. They said it about every generation. And, and, and we've know. done pretty good. <laughs> People that grew up in the 50s, uh, 10 or 15 years older than me, they had to listen to how Elvis and Rockabilly and everything, you know. Was going to ruin the, the whole world. world going to going to hell in a handbasket, yeah. And then we made it even worse <laughs> in the 60s. With the <laughs> but, no, you know, you're right, Mayor. And, you know, I noticed this, too. And, I, you know, the media, every now and then, you used to see good news about something. I mean, news stations and media outlets would make an effort to right. have a decent news story. And now, you you know, young people, older people, uh, different segments of society, if we hear any news about them, it's generally something bad. Right. And there is good stuff going on, and there's good people out there. And, yeah, you're right, a lot of good kids, the vast majority of them are good kids. And I had four examples on this morning. They were impressive young people, uh, all seniors in high school, very articulate, smarter than all get out. Right. Uh, and uh, one of them, Mason Smiley, obviously a fabulous athlete, too. And, uh, you know, all of them uh, had their plans, talked about their plans, what they're going to go to school next year and what have you. And they do this podcast, and they came on a radio show. Uh, I think Griffin may have been on with me once before, but, I mean, boom, they just come on here and did it, you know. I you took over. They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Lowe's texted and said, give them my job. <laughs> of course, he wants me to wear working, you know. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. But, no, uh, you, yeah, it is a good point you make. Uh, we don't see much feel-good stuff anymore, and it's out there. Right. And I is. think that we might – need a dose of that every now and then just to be shown that yeah there are good people there are good young people there are good people of every race every denomination every whatever you segment you want to look at uh but we don't see it right you know and that's bad right know? but anyway uh i get you know uh, people like the fabulous and the bad <laughs> yeah absolutely and that's what they want to see i guess well I and then that being bombarded with that all the time yeah. creates a uh, pessimistic 
yeah. and negative critical culture. Yeah. yeah. And you see that. I yeah. mean, the greatest thing <laughs> in the world could be going on and somebody's got to complain about it or criticize it or say, well, you know, uh, why didn't you do this instead of that? Yeah. And so. Well, it's like I think I saw you on the street recently. <laughs> we ask each other the proverbial, how you doing, how you doing kind of thing. And I think I said to you, I'm just looking for somebody that's happy about something, Mayor. <laughs> that's <laughs> you remember right. that? Yeah. yeah. I said, yeah, I'd like I to see somebody that. that's, sat, that's <laughs> satisfied with something, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I think we're getting this, you know, we got to pull ourselves out of this funk. And, you know, we got the politics questions, the religion questions, and all the questions that are always there. Uh, but our differences uh, that rise from those, uh, we don't handle them very well right. anymore like we And when did that change? I don't know, Ed. That's a good question. Uh, somewhere along the line, because I don't remember, what, 20 years ago? I don't remember. There, uh, there was division, but not, not right. where, hey, I don't like you because you yeah. looked at me funny. Right. Yeah. Well, I think uh, you can go back S- September 11, 9-11. That, that was brought everybody together yeah. Yeah, for true. a while. And then, you know, a year later, there were people not happy with the way... Yeah. Bush was handling this, and so they got more vocal, and then you had Obama elected, and other people didn't like what he did, and then yeah. it's just gotten worse and worse and worse to where nobody wants to govern anymore. Yeah, that's the problem. You know? Yeah, they don't want to come together and come to a middle ground. Yeah, to move forward, it's like well, if you don't want my way, then heck, I'll just oppose everything, and yeah. nothing ever gets accomplished, and the problems we have just get worse and worse and worse. So, And in the meantime, we need a bridge built. Uh, really? I right. mean, you know, uh, the roads, right. <laughs> things you have to deal with every day right. in your job. and uh, But, no, I I don't know why we have this. And there's a, you know, the, you, you see the term cognitive dissidence thrown out there a lot. We're, well, uh, it's not a reality, right. <laughs> you know. And... Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's I don't know how we got off on this subject, Mayor. We're talking about how screwed up our society is. But <laughs> no, our how, how positive the young people are compared yeah. to they are. You know, yeah, they are the. I mean, you, you ask a, a young person, and, and I get a chance to talk to them all the time about the community. And yeah. They're much more positive about this community and and coming back here and living here and the positive things going on and and the splash pad and the things we're doing at the opera house and and they're much more positive than than you know your your 50 60 year olds who contentiousness <laughs> yeah complete and you know it used to be he says okay we don't agree on that we don't agree on that well let's do this right we never get to this anymore it right. seems like and um, i don't know uh, like i say uh, it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on well, we can learn. We can it's learn. It's like two armed camps. <laughs> yeah, we can learn every day, and we can uh, learn from the young people. I I had on my show, I think it was last week, or maybe first part of this week, some uh, elementary school kids oh, yeah. who had won a contest our SRO was doing on bullying. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they had great advice on getting along and... <laughs> <laughs> and, and dealing with the bullies. So, yeah. you know, let's learn from the yeah. eight-year-olds among us uh, what was and it? be what, more like them. Wasn't there a book or something that somebody wrote said, I learned everything I need to know in kindergarten right. or something like that, yeah. which is basically uh, learning to stand in line, learning to give room to your neighbor, learning to share, learning to listen, <laughs> those kinds of things. Uh, if we could get back to a kindergarten uh, mindset, we may – uh, advance better, right. really. 
but no, I I don't know, Mayor, and uh, somewhere, uh, and you know, when I talk about the different sects and divisions we have, it seems like for the most part, uh, a lot of them were all Christian. Whatever happened to the Golden Rule, Mayor? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, really, all of this stuff could be satisfied and and reconciled if we would practice the Golden Rule. Well, you know, it may go back to uh, Edward's question, when did this all start? And, you know, there's a parallel with the popularity of two things. Uh, The the news, the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, where you can go get, listen to these, not really news, but these pundits that just, you know. They had to fill time. That and then social media about the same time, that rise Around the about the same time, yeah. I mean, social media. You know, if people would sit down and talk to one another. They would probably understand one another a whole lot more than just getting on social media. So it's all the internet's fault. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the internet's fault. Internet's That's why fault. they're fighting. Which well, means it's yeah. uh, who invented who who claimed they invented Al Gore. It's Al, uh, Al yeah, Gore's he, fault. Well, he was yeah, a Democrat yeah, inventing, fault. The, yeah. inventing the, the internet. Democrats again. <laughs> uh, but you know, the thing about it is the main media news, if you wish, stations. Uh, I'm not talking about local stations and local uh, media markets, but the national ones. Uh, almost all of them, to a T, have an agenda. Uh, and, you know, whatever one you like or don't like, that's fine. But whatever happened to Walter Cronkite saying, that's the way it was. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, now, Walter was a little bit liberal or whatever on things. But, I mean, basically back then, you turn on the news, here's what happened. There it is. There's a picture or video or whatever and here's what happened they tell us what happened what was seen what was said but they don't necessarily they didn't necessarily tell us always what they thought about it right and if they did they would have it like newspapers used to do you'd have the news portion and then they'd have one page said opinion commentary editorial or something like that now it's all mixed together and i just think uh that you know, we ought to do news like we do jury trials. Give them the facts, let them go decide. You on know, their own. On their own, yeah. And talk about it amongst themselves, the 12 of them. And I think that would be better off if society uh, got our news that way. Here's the picture, here's what happened, here's what they said, boom, boom, boom. You go well, make what you will of that. You, you know, know, it's interesting you bring that up. We're, we're getting ready to do a play at the Opera House, 12 Angry Jurors. Ba- based on 12 Angry Men, the, the TV movie that... Mm-hmm. Starred Henry Fonda, right? Yeah, Henry Fonda was in the original one. Jack Klugman and, and Klugman. a few others. Poor Klugman was really known. But but that gives you a glimpse into it's about a ninety minute play, yeah. but that gives you a glimpse into <clears throat> how people can sit down and on, on in this particular play, it's a contentious issue. Oh yeah, in someone's life. Yeah. They're they're deciding on someone's life, mm-hmm. and uh, they have to all come to a unanimous. Decision right. and they're not united, but they sit down and they talk about it and they yell a little bit and they yeah <laughs> you know, get well, their point off. Yeah. But at the end, after talking, nobody wants to talk about it anymore. Well, because that's not easy. That's not an easy process. Well, I realize this when we and I've been doing this for forty five years, Mayor, as you know, and uh, I've been in front of a lot of juries in a lot of places, different states. And anyway, um, I've always realized that when we bring a jury in and we send them out to make a decision, especially in a criminal case, uh, we're throwing a lot in those folks' lap. Okay, we're asking them to do something uh, that they're not used to doing in their day-to-day activities. A lot of people uh, have difficulty sitting in judgment of others. 
for some people it's a moral thing. We talk about that in Vordar before we pick a jury. Uh, but the dynamics of a jury uh, is it's a human uh, sociologic uh, uh, interaction that is like is unlike any other. It right. really is. And uh, different juries I, now. Lawyers, of course, nobody can be in the jury room when there's deliberations. That's the good thing about 12 angry jurors. You get to get in there with them. Uh, but in the past, in some of my, you know, when it was in pre-law and stuff at Eastern, we did, uh, we had a circuit judge over there, Judge Chenault, good fella, who uh, allowed us, uh, I'm talking about years ago, interview juries after a trial. A lot of us were people that were going to law school, you know, and uh, it was interesting because uh, we'd ask them what they thought about this or that and how they made their decision. And sometimes it's amazing that they get up on this or that. And you see a little bit of that on 12 Angry Men. I think there's a few phases in there where they, I don't know what the exact uh, script is, but it, you know, that don't matter, that kind of thing, you right. know. Uh, and uh, m most of the time, frankly, in a criminal case, it's nowadays with uh, the law enforcement techniques and the abilities that we have to put on evidence and bring cases, and that's why so many of them settle. Uh, uh, but many times in a jury case, it's pretty clear what's happened. A lot of times it's a matter of adjusting uh, the penalty and that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, I've always realized what a burden, even in a civil case, uh, that we put on people, and we bring them in out of their lives and say, hey, you got to do this as part of your citizenship and all that. And uh, for the most part, people, well, I'll say in most all cases, people step up and they do their duty. And uh, actually, you know, t the words we use over and over, fair and impartial. you got to be fair and impartial on a jury. But I'm, you know, the 12, I think I mentioned this to Trent one day when we were on the air, that uh, the movie 12 Angry Men, uh, <laughs> they showed it. We had a law professor that taught evidence in the summer. And uh, uh, Dr. Martin, or Professor Martin, and uh, he uh, showed us uh, Anatomy of a Murder <laughs> and Twelve Angry Men one day when we had, you know, some time to blow. But, you know, it's not a bad, uh, you know, projection of what it's like in a jury ring. Right. Uh, it's really not. And you got some good people doing it, too. Well, and many, many people have used that movie as a training tool. Yes, I've heard that, uh, on personality styles mm -hmm. because all your personality styles are They're represented there. by those 12, yeah. 12 men in that TV show, yeah. the movie. Uh, and in real life, so, you actually get that because that's what we're aiming for, a cross-section. Right, yeah. right. Hey, we're going to take a break here on Coffee Break Extra. Doug Miller stayed over from his show to, to fill in the, the seat here. And, Can up uh, send me a check. <laughs> we'll be right back. A cancer diagnosis is never a good thing, but knowing you can receive quality oncology care in your own community is. Harrison Memorial Hospital in Cynthiana, Kentucky is excited to offer hematologist-oncologist Dr. Michael Horn. Dr. Horn is board certified and has spent more than 20 years treating cancer patients. He's joined by oncology nurses specially trained in chemotherapy administration. They offer a chemotherapy and infusion therapy suite, making travel to treatment easier. A proud member of the UK Markey Cancer Center affiliate network, Harrison Memorial Hospital offers diagnosis, treatment, and research at the local level. Accredited by the Commission on Cancer, 
They've even earned a five-star quality rating from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Treating cancer close to home can make all the difference. Are you in need of a personal injury or criminal defense lawyer? Look no further than Colson Law Office in Lexington. Visit DefendKY.com to find out more about Greg and his experience. Whether connecting people with resources for mental health, substance abuse, financial stability, or simply just listening, it's important to remember that a legal dispute is just one aspect of the challenges facing people. Colson Law Office is there to help. Ewalt Jewelers on Main. Now, we could talk carrot weight, clarity, color, and cut, but the important thing is if you have someone special that you want something special for, you need to see Steve Ewald. Whether it's holidays, special occasions, birthdays, anniversaries, wedding gifts, Steve will help you find the perfect gift. Watch clock and jewelry repairs. You can resize, remount, or change your stone settings. Quality merchandise, repairs, and awesome service combined with a name you can trust. Ewald Jewelers on Main. Phone 234-3741. Loading the kids in the car. Brokering peace in the back seat. Mastering the snack handoff without even looking. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things like figuring out what's growing in that cup holder. That's simple human sense. Call Tolu, Becky, or Joseph at Smith Insures, 234 3641. If you have a guest or topic that you would like to hear on Coffee Break Extra, please call 234-1400. And now, back to today's program. Live. You've had him on your show. On stage. Several times. George. George. The George. George Moulton. Tomorrow night. Live on stage tomorrow night. Yeah. With full band. With his band, yeah. yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I know he's played summer concert series with his band yeah. and, and other places, but I don't think I've seen George with his full band. So I'm looking forward to I think, I know night. that was the last time I saw him was a few years ago when he was at the summer concert series with the band. See, a lot of times at those summer concert series, I'm working. You over are. We're in the lemonade stand. And I don't, you squeezing? I don't get to... <laughs> Well, I can tell you, I've sat beside George on more than one occasion and uh, introduced him at different uh, venues when he would play. Yeah. And he is the real thing. And I'd say that you bring his big bad band in there with him, hey, make sure the roof's on the house well. <laughs> That's right. They've done that. <laughs> yeah, they've done that. Uh, no, the, there'll be a lot of people to see George. And uh, well, what about that, Mayor? Are tickets still available, and what time is it, and all that? They are. Uh, the concert's at seven o'clock. Uh, tickets are available. You can get them at the door. Good. You can buy them early if you want to go to our website www.rossoperhouse.com. Uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, and then next weekend starts our two weekend run for Twelve Angry Jurors, which we've yeah. talked a little bit about. Yeah. They won't have a band. No. No band for that. No. <laughs> Hey, beware the Ides of March. Yep. Today's the Ides of March. Hey, two Brute, how could you do this to me? <laughs> I thought you were my buddy. Caesar was assassinated in 44 BCE. Stabbed in the back, if I recall. Yep. I don't know. In 1939, on this day, Adolf Hitler moved Nazi troops into Czechoslovakia. Yep. Oh. He just walked in there. <laughs> really. And uh, that's when the world said, well, what's he going to do next? Well, we found out, didn't we? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. And that phrase comes from uh, William Shakespeare's 
play yeah. Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. We don't know if someone hey, really. Hey, we don't know if they really said that. Really no. told Shakespeare we, thought he said that. We yeah. know he was assassinated on, yeah. on this day in 44 BC. Well, supposedly he was warned, you know, beware yeah. of the Ides of March. Supposedly, uh, yep. You know, and uh, most people uh, know the Ides of March as a rock band. In the <laughs> 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 you know, Mayor, I was going to, I kind of like that band. And the I was Ides gonna, of March? Yeah. Uh, I was going to play one of their songs. They had a song, their big one hit that they had was a song called Vehicle. And it was a good song. The music was good and all Who that. The Ides of March. The Ides of March. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and I was going to have him play it one day. It's been several years ago. I mean, Chris was on the board. And um, I was going to have him play it. And then I remembered the words to the song. <laughs> <laughs> so don't look it up, Everett. I, I'm not here. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, and this is why I didn't play it. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a friendly stranger in the black sedan. Won't you step inside my car? I got candy, sweets. I'm a lovable man. I can take you to the nearest star. Well, well it keeps you in that. Well, I think that's a word. I believe that's right. <laughs> Something like that. But I'm saying, you know, a lot of people could look at that as a pervert picking up a little kid. Yeah. Now, in our, in today's parlance, yeah. now that just shows you how things have changed. Very Ed. true. But you know, if they maybe think twice about playing that on the radio now. I would hope. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was obviously about a you know, <laughs> man chasing a woman. Right. But uh, you look at those words in today's uh, parlance, and uh, <laughs> we uh, we did get a a question on the text line about boil water advisory. Um, so I, I do know the boil water advisory has been lifted in the city. The city of Cynthiana has lifted the boil water advisory. Uh, I'm not sure about Harris County Water Association. So if someone knows. Uh, if they could text in or call in, we'll get that information out here. But the question is, how long do you boil the water if you're under a boil water advisor? And it's yeah. it's five minutes will kill anything whatsoever. And Nathan said, bring it to a rolling boil when rolling I had him on boil. your show yesterday. Yeah, Nathan Fields was here for us yesterday, and he said, bring it to a rolling boil. But, Mayor, he also said, uh, we can wash our dishes, our hands, and our bodies uh, in the shower and we were making a joke about it, but I mean, seriously, if you take a shower, that's fine. Just don't open your mouth and let the <laughs> don't water, drink the water. Yeah, uh, go down. And uh, then somebody said, well, what about brushing your teeth? Well, uh, you may want to, most of us have bottled water around the house now. I put some in my coffee pot yesterday morning, uh, but, you know, use bottled water or something, I think was the suggestion. With a dishwasher. Uh, as far as the actual hand dishwashing, he said you may want to wait a day or so. Yeah, yeah. And thanks, Ed, for uh, spacing me out on that. Yeah, he's talking yeah. about using a dishwasher. You know. yeah, yeah. As far as that goes. But, yeah, we appreciate maybe Nathan will text in let us know about the county water. And just right. a little yeah, bit. if Nathan's listening, he'll let us know. He'll yeah. update us, I'm sure. But, um, so, what else you got on your mind, Mayor? <laughs> that's it. We talked about what's Over going on at the Opera House. Been um, a busy week. We talked about the Bull Water Advice. It has been a busy week. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah. Okay, and for a lot of reasons, uh, but one thing we're preparing for through the chamber is this breakout leadership conference, which is next Tuesday. Next Tuesday morning. Uh, and it's it's an all-day conference. starts at, I can't remember, 8.30 maybe. Where's that at? Uh, it's, uh, the main stage sessions are at the uh, Opera House. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But then there's some breakout sessions at yeah. various places. The uh, Boyd Station Gallery is, is one place. Yeah. Uh, the Little shop, empty shop next door to the theater. Boy, Gruber and the folks have done a good job with that stuff, haven't they? They have. 
I mean, yeah. really. There's a lot of people I see come and go out of that gallery when they have it open, and there are people I don't know, right. you know, which is a good thing uh, from somewhere else. But, uh, no, it's that's a good, good thing they've done. I went out. I drove out there one time to Boyd Station to see what they – have you been out there before? I haven't been out there. Well, they've got, I've been through Boyd Station. But. Well, yeah, but uh, you go over the railroad tracks and to the right there, as well as where Jack's mom's home was for years, but they've got a – a building or a structure there for them to stay in and, and what have you, and it's a pretty good deal. I just like it, though. Uh, they had some of them on a, on a radio show with me a few years ago, and, and we got kids going to Harvard and, you know, from right. all schools everywhere. Right. And I said, well, what do you think of Boyd Station? <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to Boyd? <laughs> they probably thought there was a place there, but and there is a place there, and there always will be, but, you know, these little burgs out in the county, Antioch, Boyd Station, places like that, not what they used to be. Right. Uh, generally, there was a store and a church in those places. Well, and <clears throat> now you can hop in a hop in a car. I, th- I think Buena Vista is eight miles out. Yeah. You can hop mm-hmm. in a car and be in the town in ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Back in the horse and buggy days. You went you know, to Marshall's Grocery. That, that's right. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. you weren't coming to town to pick up a you know a gallon of milk. No. <laughs> so, you went to church out there. The school, University High or School was out there, and Marshall's Grocery, and uh, or some grocery before that one even, and. Uh, uh, you didn't need, you didn't come to town. Yeah. yeah. So so that's one of the ways that just the change of everybody having an automobile has changed. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know our our lives and our cultures. When Henry Ford put uh, the common man in the driver's seat, it changed the world. Well, it changed this nation and in uh, the world too, really. Right. Uh, but uh, made a car so we could afford it. And now Ford's only making one car, <laughs> the Mustang. <laughs> that's something. Is and you can't it? get a pickup truck with a standard transmission in it. You can't even get one with three on a tree now. That's the truth. Things have changed, Mayor. What you got yeah. on your computer over there? You well, at? a text just came in about Boyd Station Gallery. This uh-huh. is the last weekend for the West Mallory oh, yeah. amazing exhibit. So. I scrolled through that one. It's nice. Yeah. yeah, it is nice. But, I mean, they've got it fixed up like, you know, it's a it's an art gallery, folks. Uh and I know there's a reason in how you set one of those up, but uh, that's set up just like any nice major art gallery I've ever been in. And uh, good stuff in there, really. It is. Not only the stuff that the Boyd Station folks do, but they bring other stuff in. Right. So, you know. It's been a while since Jack's been on. We'll have to see if we can catch him in town sometime. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen him in a while. He may be in town and just be busy, but yeah. it's who funny. knows? He may be in yeah. Israel photographing <laughs> well, that's the, what I was talking the, about. the, the conflict <laughs> there. Yeah. yeah. I saw him on the street one day, and I said, Jack, how you doing? And I said, yesterday I saw a picture of yours on the news, you know, where you're in Washington or somewhere, photo by Gruber, you know, or whatever they say. But, no, he's a, you know, really for him to come back, uh, well, his mom, of course, uh, lived here, you know, and um, uh, for him to come back and do what he's done in our small community, especially for these kids. I mean, these kids that work with him out there in the Boyd Station Project, you talk about a big-time learning experience. Uh, that's a practicum that uh, I don't think they can really find anywhere else. Right. And uh, and what they've done, you know, the the first phase of that when they went through and just took pictures of us in our community, and it let us look at ourselves in an objective way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and I think we looked pretty good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> looked like a nice place to be. And, you know, I bet there's probably the majority, I'm going to say the majority of the population of Harrison County, have never been in Boyd Station Gallery and seen what a nice no. place that is and the no. art that's displayed there. Or I'm going to throw the museum in there, too. We have a wonderful oh, yeah. museum. Yeah. And 
I would say most people, probably most people listening to to us right now, have never been in there, and they're open on Friday and Saturday. So if you check it out, check it out. It it's is interesting. A really, really good museum. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, a lot of stuff in there that you know. Obviously, if you've been a dentist in Harrison County all your life, there's going to be a lot of stuff in there that you know. But if you are somewhat of a newcomer, even within the last twenty or thirty years coming to our county, uh, you can get a whole lot, a good idea of what we were, what we are, and what we can be at our museum. And uh, as far as the gallery, of course, you know it's not directly, but kind of across the street from my own. I think that used to be Myrtle's Hat Shop in the day. You probably don't remember that, Mayor. I was before that. Before either I you remember that, Ed? Is that too, you too I'm young younger than James. Uh, you, that's <laughs> right, you are. Huh? Good night. Everybody's so young. Uh, but, no, uh, it's just really, really a nice experience to go in there. we got, you know... Uh, we're doing all right for the little town mayor. We really are. You know, we've got a lot of stuff that other people do not have. Absolutely. Uh, like a radio station. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of which, yeah. radio station. Yeah. Still yeah. a local paper. Yes. Uh, and uh, our local paper, I noticed, has got some more uh, statewide and national stories in it recently. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, small town newspapers are, you know, like anything, struggling in a small town. And I noticed that some of the other papers around us, of course, I get to four county papers because of my job, Falmouth Outlook, they have a lot of national and, uh, you know, statewide stories. And I noticed the Democrats doing that. I don't know if that boosts the revenue or what. I hope it does. Uh, but uh, this young lady, Miss Staten, is it Staten or Staten? How do you say it? It's our editor now. Staten. I'm not sure. Kendall. Kendall is her name, yeah. Uh, well, she was on the show one day with us, uh, and uh, we got two Kendalls over there. <laughs> we did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, no, uh, she has jumped in with both feet, and I think she's doing a good job so she's far. busy. So. You see her out and about quite a bit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mayor, they're playing your song. I know. That means I've 